Hey girl, hey. Welcome to the Happy Hour Combos Podcast. When was the last time that you actually went out to a happy hour? Do you feel like it's hard to make friends in your 30s? Are you desperate to escape from your overly scheduled life? We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it. Trust us. I'm Keisha, a 30-something, newly divorced mom of two, work-from-home entrepreneur starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 30-something, corporate-working mom of two, married to my high school sweetheart. Join us weekly for Real Deal Girl Chats because adulting is hard and leaving happy hour behind is not an option. So grab your drink of choice because the best combos always happen over cocktails. Cheers! Hey, girl, hey! Hey! How are you? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. day. (laughs) Yes. It's feeling like a hump day today, too. Oh, my goodness. I know. Nice middle of the week. (laughs) Let's get to the second half. Please. I don't even know if I want to get to the weekend, but I'll get into that later. (laughs) I'm over the whole entire month of March already. I'm about to say it just started, but we're smack in the middle of it. (laughs) Throwing it out. Oh, oh Lord. Um, What's been going on? I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. You had Bianca's birthday party. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Since last time we did this, we did. It was good. It was good to celebrate her and finally have people like get together to celebrate her. And I think she had a good time. I think everybody had a good time. It was a good day. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, I looked like the kids had a ball. They did. Oh my God. And I was really surprised and thankful for how much fun it seemed like the older kid, like the boys had too. Oh yeah. Um, so it was nice to have like, it'd be a spot for more of like the little girls, like the little kids. Cause I feel like they always kind of end up having to <laughs> just do random stuff at the big boys functions and parties. Yep. But um, yeah, it was, it was fun had by all. Yeah. And a lot of the, you actually knew somebody from her Bianca's class. So yeah. it's such a small world, you know, cause Mm-hmm. You never know you're going to run into, and that's just funny <laughs> that you mm-hmm. actually see somebody that's why you never burn a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell people you never knew, know who you're going to run back into in life. That is true. Gonna, who you're going to cross paths with. Like, you know, this is a weird topic. Maybe this could be another uh, topic of conversation another day. But like, I am friends and cordial and cool with all of my exes. Oh, that is a like, topic. <laughs> just like <laughs> speaking about burning bridges and stuff. Like, I, there's not a single ex that I'm not I can't like you know just call hang out with whatever to this day oh my god like the two of my exes were at my wedding wow <laughs> that's interesting and unique I cannot <laughs> say the same. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like I think I don't know it depends everyone's different everyone's different I will say that but for me it, it always I feel like begins and it starts and ends with a foundation of friendship so I feel like if you're friends and then maybe, you know, develop or turn into a relationship, um, depending on how it ends, of course, like, you know, I feel like you can and maybe should go back to like the foundation or the place of friendship in my life. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah, that's <laughs> listen, folks. Listen, that's a whole, maybe we'll even do that next. All right. All right, all right. Well, that'll that be is, <laughs> that's an interesting topic that needs more than five minutes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to leave it there. But, <laughs> oh. but yes. But, um, How's your week been other than that? Are you watching any shows? Um, I'm trying to think if I've seen anything. Nothing new. Just watching some of the same old, same old. Um, it's been crazy. It's funny. I was thinking today, I was like, how do, I guess if you are a mom and you have a C-section, you don't really get time to heal. Cause I feel like for me, I didn't, I had my, my two days where I was like healing and did absolutely nothing last week. Thank God. I had, you know, my friend helped me out with everything. Um, and then after that, 
Boop. <laughs> it was just like stuff just started flowing back to normal. Like I had to go to Libby's cheer practices on Wednesday, Thursday. And then her uh, showcase was over the weekend and all this stuff is just like, I feel like my body is just like, I mean, I guess maybe that's a good thing just to help me get back to normal, but it's just like, how yeah. much healing time do I need? Like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I hope I don't overdo it, but I'm trying yeah. to, trying to listen to my body. Um, it's a real thing. They don't, mm-hmm. I mean, definitely when you have C-section, they're like, can you get up and walk like 13 hours after you have your kid? I'm like, excuse me? Crazy. Like, no, I don't think I can, but they make you, they like make yeah. you laugh. They want you to. That's the thing. I guess they say when your abdomen's like cut open, the faster you can get up to start moving, the faster you recover because your muscles need to kind of get back to normal. So the longer you sit, the harder it is to get up. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's a good thing that I've been doing the most, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) but no, I feel good. I feel really good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take care of yourself. That's important. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, um, I wanted to ask you, do you, have you ever seen Grownish? Um, yeah, actually, I, I, I think maybe definitely the whole first season I watched, I don't remember how much more I saw after that, but yeah. Okay. Cause I guess we're kind of catching up. So we're on like, I don't know what season we're on, but like we're getting up to speed. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. good show, but I think it's about yeah. to end like for good. It is. I think they're on their final season. Yeah. Cause I think black yeah. is spending and Grownish. So we're catching up on Grownish mm-hmm. first and then we're going to go binge watch all of blackish. Oh, black is blackish on its final season. Yeah. Oh, and I really just got into that show like a few years ago. Like I wasn't one who watched it from like the beginning, but it's such a cute show. Yeah, it's super cute. I think both of them are going off. I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but yeah. I heard a long time ago that they were supposed to do a spinoff with the parents, like the, the grandparents. Oh. Um, and it was supposed to be called oldish. Oh my God. <laughs> I heard that like a while ago, but I haven't heard anything recently about it, but that would be hilarious. It would be hilarious. Oh Did my you, they was, there was mixed ish. We watched that too, but that one. Oh off. yeah. yeah. It, it didn't make it. Mm-hmm. I didn't I like did that one it. as much, honestly, the, compound, it didn't, the combine yeah. thing, like it was a little jump the shark. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. really? This doesn't really fit into any of this story, but okay. It didn't. It had a good, I think premise, but it, yeah. Wait, I'll never forget the day we're watching it. And all of a sudden the name of the dad came up on the screen. I was like, holy crap, that's Zach Morris. (laughs) I didn't even know for like six episodes in. And I saw, I forget what his real name is, but I was like, for him, that's Zach Morris. Yeah, I know. I love him. Love him. It was like, oh my gosh, that's really it. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was a really cute show. Yeah, it's a shame that didn't last. So like there's some good shows going off this year. I wonder what they're going to replace it with. I know. Probably more reality TV. <laughs> oh, I don't no. know. Hopefully uh, not. I do miss the good wholesome like family sitcoms though. I miss them. Oh, for sure. There's not hardly any of them left. I know. But one that I do enjoy, which I feel like is it kind of reminds me of just like a good family sitcom is on Netflix. Um, um Family Reunion. Um it's Tia Tia Maori um from like Tia and Tamara. Um she's like the mom, like the star in it. And yeah, it's a really, it's a really cute show. Okay. Very, very family oriented. The kids love it. I can sit and watch it with them. Like oh. that's kind of like our show. Okay, cool. Cause I, we don't know. There's like hardly any shows that we can feel like we watch with the kids, either all kid or all adult. That's true. No, it's a really good one. I feel like for both of us. And then it touches on a lot of, um, you know, relevant topics and stuff too, which I appreciate. Um, so I guess, you know, good talking points and stuff for the kids and, you know, to like open up dialogue on like important things that they should know about. Okay. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy it. And the big question is, have you seen that new Disney plus movie, the big red or whatever it is or red? No, 
girl i don't think it's appropriate for our children really well we watched it friday night i'm not even paying attention right the kids are all in there having their movie night with their dad and i'm like sitting on the breakfast island just doing work or whatever and i'm like kind of half paying attention i text brahim and i'm like i think this is about puberty and he's like no and i'm like the girl's getting her period he's like no and i'm like brahim are you a moron and, I'm oh, barely, and it's called the big red it's called like the or something oh, oh so the, is that what it's about yes it's oh about my God. and like the girls fighting with her parents all the time and then she turns into this big red it's called big red i think but it's, she turns into this red panda and it's like duh what do you think it's about Whoa. and I, i've seen like the pre before but i, I would have never you know put all of that together not at all but it's creating like a lot of buzz on the internet because of it's basically about puberty mm. but not benjamin thank god didn't ask any questions he just said i don't really like this movie and bianca lost interest like immediately <laughs> but yeah i wouldn't it's not a, it's not really good like for our kids mm. i think maybe if you have like a teenage girl that's like struggling with some of these things maybe it's yeah. something good to kind of open up dialogue like you're saying about stuff like that but for mm. our kids it's just gonna ask like i can see like logan and benjamin just asking too many questions about it that i don't really feel I'm like not ready. i'm not ready <laughs> we haven't had those conversations yeah i feel like he knows a little bit but i don't know how much he knows I'm like, yeah. that's between you and your dad. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not trying to, like, start these conversations right now. So, no, I don't recommend it. <laughs> not okay. But Thank anyway. You. That's yeah. good to know. Um, is- <laughs> <laughs> um, I am usually the queen of segues, and I do not have a segue for today. I'm oh, sorry. No I'll right. let you no, down. Jump right into <laughs> it. Tonight, we're talking about side hustles. <laughs> Woo! My favorite <laughs> thing in the world <laughs> so what is your like overall opinion on side hustles I okay so my story is before the pandemic all my life I've always just had one job I'm trying to think back just to make sure um there was one period for like six months where I had two jobs but that was different but um you know I've had one job and one stream of income and then the pandemic came and my company shut down because it was a store, worked at a clothing store. So like all the stores and malls and stuff shut down and I had no money. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a huge eye opener. And then there was something else after that too, that I went to like apply for. And I just will never forget like the person, um, it was actually an apartment. It was when uh, I was going through my separation. I was looking for an apartment and stuff. And um, there was another apartment at where I am now, but they were like, you know, oh, do you have, um, you know, any other sources of income or whatever that you can show to help, you know, to get you approved or whatever, da, da, da. And I'm like, no, they're like, you don't have any other streams of income. I'm like, no. (laughs) And I just felt so less than, and I'm just like, not to say that everyone has a side hustle, because I know everyone doesn't, but I was just like, because of those two reasons, I was like, I will never rely on one source of income again. Um... So I am a huge fan of side hustles. <laughs> yeah. I think they're necessary. What about you? Same. I mean, I, I feel like I've always had like an entrepreneurial spirit. I remember like when I was 15 years old or actually when I was younger than that, like, I don't know, from probably like 12, I'd work with my dad during the holidays. My dad sold at flea markets and my dad had like a local store when I grew up in Byland and just always like had like a, even a job, like even on the holiday weekends to work with my dad. And then 15, I got my first job and I always had like a really good work ethic and I always have to be busy. So I just have always like dabbled in things, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was like, I was making bracelets in high school, I used to make jewelry in college, like and sell it mm-hmm. at little craft fairs. Like I've always kind of dabbled in something, not really, I guess when I was that young understanding, I was doing side hustles, but I feel like I've always had 
multiple baskets going at the same time. Um, but yeah, now more than ever, like you said, when the pandemic hit, it's like, I was grateful that I was able to keep my job, but my income definitely took a dip and it was scary. Like you didn't know if your company was going to keep you or not. You didn't know what the future held for a long time. And just knowing that and having my mindset that I've had for a long time kind of solidified that one source of income is not a great idea, no matter who you are. Um, even if it's just something small that you do one day a week or something that you do, like we do this podcast. And although right now it might not be making us any money, but the hope is in the future, maybe we can turn this into a business and you know, anything that you're doing, I think you should always think about how to diversify your streams of income. It's just a smart thing to do. And if you research or know any of the richest people in America, they have multiple, multiple exactly. sources of income. At least six is what they say six? for, uh, for millionaires. The average millionaire has at least six streams of income. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't need six, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll take six because all six, I don't want to say that you have to necessarily work for, but remember before I was talking to you about like stocks and trading, like that's a source of income as well. So you're not, you know, physically having to do something for it every day, but that is income that's, you know, being returned to you. So yeah. yeah. You know, it's true. Like we have a rental property that's technically another source of income where, Mm -hmm. you know, potential investment property. So it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, stocks, like all that stuff. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. I think everyone should diversify their income. Yes. One of the, I don't know if I ever told you, one of the things that I think um, I loved about you the most when I first met you was because I was like, oh, she's a hustler. I was like, <laughs> she got, <laughs> I was like, she is a worker bee. And I love that. And I think that's why we're doing this podcast together because we both, um, you know, enjoy doing extra things or different things or aren't afraid to try something new. And I think when I met you, you were doing, um, how you pronounce it again? LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe yeah. and then you would you know like we would see each other weekly and you would tell me about your you know not the not the trunk fairs but like the you know different things that you went to to sell and yeah. you were you were just like doing your thing and I was like yes I love to see it <laughs> so I that was one of the things that really um, I enjoyed about you when I first met you yeah and that's the problem with me though Keisha I don't go <laughs> in, in small I go hard like I went from Oh, I'm joining LuLaRoe too. Oh, I'm buying a trailer boutique. Like I didn't I love go to that. people's houses. I was like, talk to my husband, get him to buy a trailer that he was going to hook to his Jeep that we were going to, I mean, I go a little too hard sometimes. Like I need to I don't think down. so. <laughs> I don't think so. And I think I just posted it last night or, some, or earlier this morning. All you need is one thing to stick. Yeah. All you need is that one business, that one idea, that one, you know, thing that you go super hard on to stick. And that can set you up for the rest of your life. Right. Like, and yeah. I just, I love that about you. That is, you know, you're not afraid to go hard in the paint, <laughs> basically. Uh, I might go insane, but I go hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's well, a good that's, thing. It's so crazy because I mean, like I've always, I find that side hustle start typically for most people is like something they're passionate about. Like I went and got my health Mm -hmm. certificate because passionate about health. And it's like, that's kind of where my, my heart is. And it's like, I want that to turn into something. And then my other podcast and this podcast. And it's like, you just kind of like, even if your day job is soul sucking, which a lot of people (laughs) have a soul sucking day job, just know that you can have something on the side that you're passionate about, even if it doesn't make any money right away. But if it fills your cup in that way, then mm-hmm. it's still bringing you joy and it's still, it still has its purpose and who knows what can happen, right? Like who knows, like you said, it only takes one thing to stick and yep. you just got to be willing to take the chance and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And be consistent. That's, I think one of the biggest things that 
I I don't want to say struggle with, but consistency is, it can be hard, but you could like, you know, be, I don't want to say average, but there's people who are making it in something or killing it in a certain area. And they're there just simply because they remained consistent. Yep. Like you could be, you know, a hairdresser and someone who's 10 times better than you at doing hair, but not nearly as maybe successful or as far along in their career as you, they're not there because they aren't doing it consistently or they don't have like that same drive and passion. So I think those two things can get people so much further than, you know, even talent sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I even look at my day job and it's like, I've been there 16 years. I think, you know, a lot of people like, what did you do to be successful? It's like, I stayed here. You stayed. <laughs> like, like, I mean, honestly, like it's not rocket science what I do, but I've just like put the work in and I have stayed. Like mm-hmm. there is some success that comes with consistency a hundred percent, no matter if it's a side yeah. hustle or anything you put your a health goal or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's key consistency and people just bow out before they even give it something really a chance, mm-hmm. especially with side hustles, because it could be like a secondary source of income. So you don't have the you know, sometimes you put that on the back burner before you do anything else where yeah. it's like you maybe should do the other thing, like do whatever you're passionate about instead of putting your energy into everything else that comes up. Right. No, hundred percent. So not, for the time, I'm not great at that. Yeah, no, it's hard, especially when it comes to a side hustle or a business to have that that eye to look at it and be like, you know, this is going to grow over time. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, if you start a business or start a, a side hustle and you're also working or have worked a day job in the past, you're not going to make the same coming in. But it's like the opposite. It's like you start a job, let's just say, you know, for me, for example, in retail, I go get a job at Victoria's Secret tomorrow. Um, I'm going to come in at X amount salary, but I'll probably stay there or really close to that amount for a lot of years. (laughs) Whereas, you know, if I start my business today, I'm going to be starting way at zero, starting from start. And if I remain consistent, like I'll see it grow and eventually surpass, you know, possibly even surpass my, my Victoria's Secret quote unquote job. But people don't have that eye to look at it, you know, see it not matching maybe what they would get if they were working a job and it gets discouraging. It is very discouraging. (laughs) And one thing about a business or a side hustle is you have to mentally like talk to yourself every single day. (laughs) Self-development is so key when it comes to having a business or doing something like that, because um, because it's on the side, you're more likely to stop. Yep. 100%. 100%. Even I forget the actual statistic with podcasting, but I know we had talked about it way back when we first decided to do this, but I think it's like there's millions of podcasts, but there's only like in the hundreds of thousands of people that have, you know, consistently put out episodes. Mm-hmm. People just fall off because it's not like magical millions of dollars overnight. Like it's just not how anything works. Like quick, right. you know, get rich schemes. They just don't exist, mm-hmm. you know? And if you go in it with the mentality of like, I'm going to give it six months, of course you're going to stop doing it. Cause you're not going right. to, I mean, yeah, there's an anomaly. There's unicorn people, but they're typically famous. And when they start doing podcasting right. or start doing something because they already have a huge humongous following and no matter what they say, people will do. <laughs> but if you're a regular person, listen like to us. Mm-hmm. you might need to give it more than a day <laughs> yes I'm excited for us to look back a couple years from now to this episode to us talking about this at this moment and be like wow look at where we started yeah because yeah just the consistency is gonna you know pay off so much in the long run absolutely so uh, let's talk about MLMs because I know they get a lot of bad 
I don't know, publicity or whatever you want to call it. Like there's a lot of people out there that think MLMs are horrible or predatory or not a good option for a side hustle. And I know we both have one, so we both work <laughs> with one. So we obviously don't agree with that philosophy, but what's your take on like people that like, kind of say negative stuff about MLMs? Um, I think it's to what you just said, like it's uh, people's lack of knowledge about it. Um, or lack of knowledge of what it is. Like, of course, the first thing I hear sometimes when, you know, speaking to people about what I do or whatever is, is that a pyramid scheme? <laughs> like, and it's funny because people, you know, say pyramid scheme. First of all, those are illegal. Like a pyramid scheme would not be around as long as your company or my company, if it was actually a scheme, but everything in life is a pyramid. Our families are a pyramid. <laughs> like at the top, you have grandma. <laughs> <laughs> right underneath it are all the aunties and uncle and then underneath there are the grandbabies and it's more of them than it is at the one at the top and who's the one who usually makes the decisions and like a family structure like that is gonna be grandma right. same thing at your same thing at your job and I'll give this store example again like there's one district manager there's a chunk more store managers then you go to your co-managers and then you go to all of the associates yeah. you do most of the brunt of the work and get paid the least, but it's more of them than it is the person at the top. That's a pyramid structure. You can say that for almost any company, right? And mine's similar, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's just where it kind of gets a bad rap. Um, But after being in it and understanding the structure of it, I love it. Like, it's the only industry that I feel like you can, number one, you could surpass the person who even like brought you on, like not your boss, but you know, the person who is above you, like for most companies, I feel like you can surpass them. Um, There's a statistic that I've seen that's like, I want to say it's either like 60 or 80% of all female millionaires. um, It came from MLM. Yeah. From network marketing. Yeah. Um, It's, you know, something that you can do based around your schedule, something that's so easy um, not easy, but something that, you know, is obviously you're in control of, you're not having to punch in anywhere. Like, so I, I love it. I'm a huge fan. What about you? Yeah. I mean, similar. I think a lot of the bad negative rap comes from people that are super like attack mode on people, you know, like, but that's not a good way to do sales for anything. Mm -hmm. So it gives everybody that does it a bad rap. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't message DM people just saying, yo, want to try my product? Like, I don't, like people I don't know, random strangers, I don't do that. I don't agree with doing that. Like, I just think you need to build relationships with people for anything that you're selling, no matter whether it's, I don't know, cotton swabs or like dental supplies I sell in life. I can't just walk into an account. Like I got to build a relationship. You have to establish yourself. You have to like earn people's trust. And that's with any product. And there's a lot of people that just kind of go crazy and just start messaging every single person that is on the internet. And I think it just, people get a bad taste in their mouth from that. Um, but I do think people, there's a lot of like misinformation out there, right? Like you said, there's, everybody just assumes the pyramid schemes out to rip people off. And, but yeah, I think it can be a great additional, like secondary income while you're getting started, building it up, building a book of business. And then who knows, like you said, it could take over your full-time income in some cases, if you put the work and energy in it and stay consistent. And it's like, I, mine is more of a hobby and I'm okay with that. Like that's the beauty of it, right? It can be a full-time income for some people and it can be a hobby project for somebody else. Like it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think people need to understand that it doesn't have to be like, and that's the other thing too. Like let people be, let people do what they want. Like leave people alone. 
Like, you know, I'm kind of don't buy it. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not attacking you. Just leave me be. Like, you don't have to negative bash, like, my company or my product or me. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know me, you know? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I think one of the things, and I agree 100%, um, one of the things that hurts my heart so bad is when I have, like, a new um, person join my team and they don't get the support from their family and friends. Um, because they're like, you know, oh, that's a scheme or, oh, you're never going to be, you know, good at that or successful. And it just like chops them off at the knees, like right in the beginning. And that sucks so hard. And sometimes it's so hard for people to get past that mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they come in with like their eyes wide open and wanting to do something to be successful and see, you know, maybe the person that they joined with or someone who's at like such a really good level, like whether they do it full time or they're making millions. And it's like, wow, like I could be there one day, like, cause they can, cause it's, it's hard work. Like you don't have to have any specific kind of degree, be any specific kind of person. Like it's your hard work that gets you there. But like I said, when they get just cut down like that in the beginning, it's, it's hard. Yeah. No, it's definitely an emotional roller coaster, right? But mm-hmm. it's like any sales, I feel mm-hmm. like. I mean, it's you just put the work in. And sometimes your family are, are like not the people, like I don't even go to my family with stuff. Like I go mm-hmm. out there first, I go to them last. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of people sometimes that's the case. <laughs> it's not even, it's like I'd rather just go to a stranger than sometimes ask my family to buy something from me. So it's just easier. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah. then you like get disappointed when your own family's like, no, nah, I don't like that. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I know. You. So yeah, I can no, take so it from a stranger true. better than I could take it from a family member. So yeah, no, that's a really good point. But um, yeah. so other than LuLaRoe, um, and then you know the nail business that you do now, any other for anyone who's listening who maybe like wants to start a side hustle, like what are some things you've either done or ideas that you have? Um, so I'm a certified health coach that I hope to activate this summer, like an actual income stream from that because like health coaching is pretty popular right now. People need health with help with like getting fit and well, and then podcasting, obviously I have this podcast and another one, not making money currently, but hope to. Um, and then, I mean, I've done other MLMs in the past. I've dabbled in a couple of different ones. I've sold jewelry in college. Me and my college roommate used to make jewelry and sell it on the side during in college. I used to work with my dad. I guess you could call it a hustle. I don't know. Um, I don't think there's anything else that I've done. Oh, I used to like, um, deliver newspapers. That's how old I am. Does anybody get paper? I used to do that for some extra money. Fitting, um, like all kinds of random stuff. How about you? Um, yeah, so I mean, business I have now. Um, I think a big one that is becoming even bigger that I've kind of dabbled in, I'm thinking about getting back to, I don't know, is event planning. Um, or things, different things when it comes to events, there's so many like different layers to it. Like you could either be the event, like planner slash coordinator, you could be, um, and these are things like a lot of times people have events on the weekend. So if you do work like a Monday through Friday, this can be something that you still do on the side. Um, and obviously not take on too many. Um, mm-hmm. the big thing that I keep seeing now is like the balloons, like people doing those big, like balloon arches and balloon scapes and stuff. Like that's the side hustle. Um, what else? YouTube. That's a side hustle. (laughs) And that's something that we got to the point where we did monetize off of it, but we just weren't consistent. (laughs) So, um, but that's something that I keep saying that I do want to get back to is like my personal YouTube channel. Um, and that's, you know, again, with, with the consistency, you can monetize and make good money off of it. Mm -hmm. Um, what else? Um, yeah, like you said, just, just selling different things. So whether you, and that's something else I'm also thinking about, (laughs) investing in is like one of those cricket machines I don't know if you ever heard of that it's like yeah. those screen it's like a 
some kind of printing machine. Yes. Like a lot of people use it like to screen print t-shirts or to make yeah. stuff for like events or whatever. I'm thinking about getting one of those. <laughs> oh I, my God, I just sold my old silhouette cameo that was almost brand Shut new to on Marketplace for 50 bucks. I wish I would have known I would have given it to you. I was just talking to one of my girlfriends about it this weekend. So it wasn't something that was like in the forefront of my mind, but <laughs> yeah, I've but, had um, one I just never used it. So I was like, I'm just mm-hmm. get 50 bucks for this thing. It's collecting dust. Oh, I'm yeah. So, I, I, <laughs> I love being crafty, but I finally don't have time for it. Like, yeah, but no, anyone, if you're crafty, you know, being able to sell those crafts, um, even meal prepping, that's something that I've been getting into like conversations with, especially with one of my friends, like he's such a good cook and he wants to do either like selling platters or meal prepping for people. Like that's a good side hustle too. Oh, for sure. There's a chef. I was subscribing to his service like back last summer when baseball is insane. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a lot of money, but his food was excellent. And I was Mm -hmm. willing to pay the premium for someone to bring me my dinner. Mm-hmm. it was healthy it was pre-made all I had to do was heat that sucker up like it was amazing it was a dream yes tell your friend to do it there's <laughs> a need for that right now because there people is. are just going to the drive-thrus they're not eating good food they're just because we have no time no yeah. time in our lives these damn sports though <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the next episode and I'm sure it'll come up later in your <laughs> shots <laughs> uh, yes uh- <laughs> um but moral of the story is if you can help it like number one, do something that you love or that you can find a passion in. And yeah. number two, like don't rely on just one source of income. Right. Like diversify. Mm-hmm. Diversify. Yeah. Another thing, Brahim's been kind of talking recently about getting an air, like buying something in Florida as an Airbnb. That's smart. It's like, a, again, like a good solid investment, mm-hmm. another income stream, kind of like low maintenance. You know, you hire a property manager that kind of deals with the stuff locally and then mm-hmm. hopefully just make money on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's a big one. There's actually a guy that I know that I used to go to college with who's like so super successful like with that right now. So if you guys need a yeah. point person, let me know. Okay, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like, There's, I mean, look, like Uber, right? Like you could Uber on the weekends. If you, I mean, mm-hmm. you could do Instacart. You, just so many things right now mm-hmm. for multiple streams of income that you should never feel like you're solid with one because you could be fired tomorrow from your day job mm-hmm. you are that just is a vocal. scary feeling yeah. <laughs> that is a scary place to be yeah I think a lot of people's eyes have opened during the pandemic that why that's not a great thing so mm-hmm. I do think for the most part people have you know experienced like either one or somebody in their house losing their jobs or just the uncertainty or even just paying taking a pay cut getting you know put on I guess it was like some people were put on leave for a little bit and then yeah. offer, offer their jobs but I mean, if you had a, another source of income, then you'd just been in a much better spot. So I think mm-hmm. that the world's kind of changing and more people are open to those things. But yeah, just don't hold yourself back. Even if you start small, do something. Mm-hmm. Totally. Even if it's bringing like $100 a week, $50 a week, like that's something. And it adds up. Yeah, like dog walking. That just made me think my neighbor has a dog walker. Like even dog walking, you can do something, like anything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's so neat. And that food idea, oh my goodness. People that start yeah. out, I feel like, gold mind because people yeah. are desperate for home-cooked food that they don't have time to make <laughs> yep and I totally forgot about that I forgot to mention that I did do the selling of of baked goods in the yes. past <laughs> I have been a, of, you've been um, a customer and a, a customer of a delicious product yeah <laughs> but yeah so many things just like you know the the resources and um there's resources out there obviously to like you know find out more but just look at what you do good and <laughs> look yeah. at you know what you enjoy doing too 100 percent all right, yeah. are we ready? For the last call, 
Yes, get ready. Yeah. All right, girl. You go first this week with your toast. What are you toasting to? Um, God, I just forgot. I am toasting <laughs> to. <laughs> I should have wrote it down. Um, no, I'm pretty sure what I had in my head was just toasting to feeling normal and just feeling normal again. Um, I do feel really good. I also just mentally feel better. Like, I don't think I really, um, understood how much of a weight or like in cloud over my head, the whole surgery thing was, and just having all that. Cause it's, it's been, it was like four months in, in process from like everything from like when I found out to that having the actual procedure. Um, so now that all that is behind me, like I feel like a new person. <laughs> like even today, like I told you, I went out to um, like a happy hour or dinner. Like it's nice. The sun is out. Like, I feel like I can live my life again. Yeah. That's amazing. Perfect. I love it. Yes. Was that mine last week? <laughs> I don't think so. If it was, it's the same thing again. So. <laughs> always deserves a toast. So. Yes. Praise God. What about you? All right. This is a little silly, but I'm toasting to So like I don't know exactly when it was, but you know, like the door handles when they start to become loose in your house, this is, sounds so silly, but the door handle like downstairs on our coat closet was like rattling for weeks. And finally, like the one day I'm like, oh, like I'm getting Benjamin's coat. And I'm like, oh my God, this thing is ridiculous. It's like ready to fall off the thing, but he needs this tighten it. Benjamin's like, mom, I got it. And he goes and gets a screwdriver out of one of the doors <gasps> in the kitchen and fixes it. Yes, little handyman. Like, oh my gosh, you know how to do that? Like, I had no idea. And he fixed it. I'm like, can you go around the house and tighten them all now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll give you a dollar. I'll give you yeah, five right. It was so cute. And it was such a proud mom moment that mm-hmm. he's like picking up on stuff that he watches his dad do. And just like kind of, does he put that together? Like that, oh, I know how to do that. It's just a screwdriver. Like, it's just a screw and a screwdriver. Like, I could do that. I love that. That is so cute. Yeah. It was That's awesome. A proud mom moment. So I'll toast to that this week. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. Um, what did you want to take a shot to? Mm, okay. So I've kind of mentioned it throughout this episode. And I, texted <laughs> earlier. I just need to vent. I'm so sick of these kids sports right now. So sick of them with the last minute changes, the stuff like coaches think that people got nothing to do. Listen, anybody out there is a coach, please please stop making lots of changes on us and stop adding like the kids are going to the majors tomorrow right it and needs in second grade simmer down. <laughs> simmer down folks simmer mm-hmm. down I'm just like very overwhelmed with all of the sports on my schedule right now and I'm like I don't like that our family can't sit down at the dinner table but one night this week that's a lot like I don't like it and I'm freaking and it's out. just getting started it's only March and they're only eight like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the reality mm-hmm. I keep coming back to. They are eight. We are not like trying to get a scholarship to college here. That's different. Right. And they're not <laughs> trying out for the MLB mm-hmm. or the NBA or the NHL or any of it. Yeah. They're eight. I was like, just taking away the fun of it. You know, like I want mm-hmm. it to be fun and I feel like it's not fun for me. And then I'm adding stress to it. So maybe it's not fun for Benjamin either. I don't know. But I'm just like, I'm done. Shots all around for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> shot, 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 shot. Oh, so annoying. Um, anyway, what, what are you uh, taking a shot for this week? Well, mine is in the same vein, kind of. Um, so Olivia's cheer competition was this weekend. And it was so cute. So like, just such a special moment. And she loved having her costume on, her makeup, all of that stuff. 
but she, and we didn't really realize this until like a practice or two before the actual competition that she really does not like loud noises. So she was crying in her practices and we were just like hoping and praying that like she would be good. But my poor baby just cried on stage and in the middle of their first cheer competition. Um, I was telling somebody earlier, I'm like, it, it was just such a weird feeling because obviously I was, you know, like, oh my God, I feel for my baby. But it was like funny at the same time because <laughs> she kept like she was crying, but still cheering and like <laughs> doing her movements and stuff at the same time, but like taking pauses to like cry more. Um, so it made me want to take a shot because I'm like, I want to, I mean, she did, she did well through the cry and through the tears but um you know obviously I wanted her to smile and have fun and I don't even have any videos or pictures no I have pictures I don't have videos either so that made me want to take a shot too because I'm like I don't even have the memory of it (laughs) um but yeah hopefully we'll see at this point she tells she tells me that she does not want to cheer anymore (laughs) so we'll see what happens um if not then she's doing gymnastics but (laughs) Ah. (laughs) no dance she's trying out dance yeah and dance that's what mommy (laughs) votes for (laughs) I mean that's a lot I mean she did good considering like she's only five or no she's four Four. or five Mm -hmm. she's only four four. like that's a big stage and a lot of stuff going on for a four-year-old I can I'd probably be crying too I know I just hated it because she was like the only one and like I said during practice and all that she like she does well but then it's she just really does not like loud noises Aww. and the music of course is on like blast <laughs> during those competitions so but it's all good we'll see what happens these kids smart stuff <laughs> <laughs> we'll all see right. what happens yeah well, thanks everyone for tuning in thanks have a good week y'all cheers, cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Happy Hours Combos podcast and your drinks too. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share the show with your bestie. Or you can go over to follow our Instagram page to help grow our happy hour community and keep the conversation going.